Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda and I bring you episode 87 of my daily audio vlog series. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings that quite often takes us to insightful places. Other times, unfortunately, the rambling takes us nowhere, although there's always some nuggets along the way. That's the risk of embracing the unknown. Today's topic, once again, is death. The catalyzing event of death, the stillness of death. I received a message this morning from my girlfriend uh, saying that the father of a friend of ours died this morning. Um, he'd been suffering um, in hospital. Um, they found a few days ago a metastasizing cancer in his pancreas, intestines, and it was spreading. He was having convulsions and losing a lot of blood, vomiting blood, just out of the blue. And yeah, having many transfusions, and ultimately he came to the end of his life this morning. And just as I read the message, there was this just instant stillness. I could suddenly feel everything around me my breath, my thoughts stopped. All I could think about was death. I can, just, I can feel the sensation again now. There's something about death. It awakens something. It, it, it awakens an aliveness in us, which is quite a paradox, right? Death awakens an aliveness. It heightens the senses. It heightens our presence. It's like, wow. It just stops you in your tracks and immediately brings presence and appreciation to life, to living, to being alive. Of course, there's sadness, there's grief, there's sorrow that comes with it. But what I felt, obviously, this is not a close relation of mine. It's, it's a father of a friend, so I feel it, but it's not my loss as such. So I felt it in a different way. And what I felt was this stillness this quietness, it's like, and then as my girlfriend was saying yesterday, everything is here and then it's gone. We're happy and it's gone. Christmas was here, now it's gone. My friend's father was here and now he's gone. Everything is just going, everything's dying, everything's gone. Suddenly it's gone. The eating and the food, it's food's gone. The day is gone. Life is gone. You know, obviously time is relative, but there's this, this sensation of gone. It's just gone. Everything's gone. Before you know it, it's gone. How, how do we appreciate things before they've gone? <laughs> Are we appreciating things? Are we savoring things? Are we really feeling things? Are we living life? Are we living the physicality of life? Are we experiencing life? Or is it just gone? Because I hear from so many people, from older people, they're like, man, where did my life go? It's just gone, <laughs> you know? <sighs> so of course, this leads me to talk about or to think about this idea of carpe diem, right? Live life now, live the present moment, live today as if it was your last day. You know, I used to have this, this, this saying or this mantra when I was traveling and I didn't really know 
what my next move was going to be, I would tell, I would ask myself, if you had three months to live, what would you do now? And then that would be what I would do. And of course, it could be considered as a bit extreme, right? If it was your last day today, what would you do? It's like, maybe now and again, it's something that you could practically, practically, it could be practical to do, or as a nomad or a traveler, it's something that you can do. But is it is it a practical way to approach life? I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing to do now and again to remind yourself of gone. Everything's gone, you know, or everything goes to really be present. Like, okay, if it was the last day I was going to live today, what would I do? Because I think it really, the idea of death and things coming to an end really restores the appreciation for now, for today, for the people in my mind for the people that I have in my life, for my friends, for my loved ones, for your kids, for your girlfriends, for your boyfriends, for strangers, for shops, for material goods, for everything that surrounds you and you are, for your body, for your life, for your passions, for what excites you, you know, for your challenges, for suffering, all these things that make up this experience can really just restore and replenish and reignite that aliveness of life that so often we can just lose when we fall into a monotonous routine automated life of i don't know nothingness you know we can easily just get you know you're having lunch today and you're thinking about tomorrow you're you're, you're playing tennis the next day okay maybe when you're playing tennis you're focused on the ball that's not a good example but you know you get where i'm coming from you're in the shower and you're thinking about the holiday at the end of the year you know, constantly living for the future. So it is a good reminder to ask yourself that question, maybe to bring you back to that awareness, to that presence, to that appreciation. But then I met this taxi driver yesterday, Filipino taxi driver, who has been away from his family for seven years. Because in the Philippines, over 60% of the population is unemployed. And he's committed to 10 years away from his family. I think he visits them every couple of years, once, um, to save money to then come back and build a business and you know, bring this wealth and health to his family, right? So he's committed to 10 years. So if, if he said to himself, oh, you know, if I died tomorrow or if I only have three months left to live, what would I do? It doesn't serve his goal, it doesn't serve his mission. So I think as Panda's perspective, or what Panda's perspective is all about is looking at these two sides of the coin, right? The black and the white and dancing between the two. They're both valid. We need to have long-term goals and short-term goals. We need to be able to let go of the idea of death and plan for the future as if we were going to live forever. But at the same time, we need to be present and appreciate day to day because we could die tomorrow. So it's like, that play of the extremes, again, like always, life is the play of the extremes. And I used to be very obsessed and addicted to live in the present moment, live today, don't plan, da 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 da, da. And now I'm kind of in that mindset of, I want to commit long term, da 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 da. I do believe that sometimes you have to play or experience the two extremes to the extreme <laughs> to then find the balance, right? Know the extremes to find the balance in the middle. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk about that today. 
finding that balance between being in the present moment, but also having long-term goals and long-term commitments as if you're going to live forever, <laughs> which is hard, right? Um, now going back to death, for those of you that are curious and interested in exploring death or not physically, obviously, but the concept and the idea and the feeling of death and not only feeling it, but understanding it and embracing it and making friends with death. I totally recommend listening to a guy called Stephen Jenkinson. He has, he has a talk on London Real, but he also has, I'm guessing, his website and other videos on YouTube. He does many talks. And he's a man who helps people die. He aids people in their death to, to live a peaceful death, to embrace a calm death and to not resist death to embrace it as part of life in a healthy and wise manner. And he just has some really beautiful, powerful wisdom that I think could be of value to you if you're listening to this. Maybe you have, you've lost someone recently, maybe someone's ill and you may lose them. But just, yeah, just a way to look at death from a different angle, different perspective and make friends with death because one day we all have to face it, whether it's ourselves or our loved ones. And I think if we can make friends with death, um, we'd, we'd all be better off rather than re rejecting it, resisting it and avoiding it and not accepting it. We should cherish death as much as life, I think, because without one, there's not the other. And that's Panda's perspective, guys. <laughs> <sighs> that's all we have time for today. Um, I'll speak to you again tomorrow. And yeah, just uh, maybe the invitation today could be to ponder on death and what it means for you, um, where you're at in relationship with death. Wishing you an amazing day and I'll speak to you again tomorrow. Ciao for now.